0: Yeah, sure. I had a little um, I had a little plan to get some of this Nicosario uh Nicosario audio from a little earlier in an yeah. old Brooks Cabina. You
3: had to ask that last question Brooks to Bruce,
0: didn't you Yeah, Brooks Cabina got me got me a little flustered right there and, and uh more so him understanding it than than the actual audio. But T do you have the do you have the cu the, the, the audio queued up of, of the the way uh of what Nicosario said out of the gate of him being the only one uh there and uh D'Amico joining him. Here's here's Nick Casario and how he how he opened his statements today at the combine.
5: Hopefully, we're gonna have a few productive days here. Um, our coaching staff actually stay back in Houston. Uh, D'Amico will be here a little bit later this afternoon. We just felt the best thing for the new staff which just kind of stay back, kind of work on scheme, kind of familiarize ourselves with our team. Continue to work through that. So um, try to be efficient with our time. Try to get uh, um, some work done here. You know, try to maximize our opportunities here this week, and then uh, head back to Houston here later in the week. Get ready for free agency and uh, keep building the team. So,
0: and then we, we just had Brooks cabin our Texans insider, Brooks cabin on last segment, and Brooks confirmed that that he didn't think that the in, anybody other than D'Amico and uh, and uh, Nick Casario, and then some of the, the personnel staff. Uh, maybe joining them, but the, that the coaches wouldn't, and and so you know, I, I've been, I, I've, I've not understood this from jump. I heard John Harris say one night on Texans All Access that the Texans are one of the teams that that believe in bringing a smaller group to the to the combine, which uh, again, you know, to me, I, as as many eyes that I trust around me, I would want uh, looking at these guys, being around these guys, evaluating these guys. Uh, the the position specific guys. If I'm going to hire a coach to coach my receivers, odds are he knows more about receiver play than me. Uh, odds are he knows more about receiver play than my scouts. Um, I want him there. You know, with at, at at any chance to tell me, hell no, y'all don't draft that guy. Look at what he's doing here, here, there. Or hey, this guy, this guy's got some suspect tendencies in his game. Or 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 there's an inability to do this or that. Uh, And and let me tell you why that's so important. I I don't know, like, I still can't wrap my head around not having those eyes. If you have them, if they're on your staff, not having those eyes at the combine. And and to some degree, I'm not saying the entire week, but to some degree, once they start on-field activities and and once they start specific meetings with players, I would think that you would want to have uh, you know the 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 powers that be, and 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 what really what really struck me in that last segment uh, show was more about like if I'm a defensive minded head coach, and you've got a general manager that hadn't thrown a football since since William and Mary. What was that? What was it?
3: Uh, uh, I don't I, I don't remember. What,
0: what school did Nick, Nick Casario go to? Oh, uh, John, is it John? John Carroll, John, John Carroll. Carroll yeah. There you go. Okay. Th- I mean, hadn't thrown a football since John Carroll, and I've got, I've got Bobby Slowick, who I believe I, is it was my best option at the offensive coordinator position. Who's running the offense? I'm tasking him with building this offense, creating this offense around a, a player, a quarterback that I'm potentially going to draft. And and Bobby may go in there and say, I don't like any of them guys. So it's up to you. And you got Gerard Johnson, who's been around these guys um it, it's p- in particular the the top 4 quarterbacks he's been around uh I would think more than any of these guys and and they're not they're not they're better off here they're better off in Houston working on the playbook and working uh, on the I'm, offense and scheming things up
3: like to me I I'm blown away by it I'm I'm shocked now that that that's me now I don't know football like they do I'm not in, in terms of like, putting together the combine and how they attack this thing. Never done it before like they have. But to me, I – like, it doesn't – it just don't make sense to me, right? Like, if I'm a – if if I'm coaching this team, offensively or defense, like, I want to see these guys up close every chance I can. And it can't be because of no scheme. Yeah. Because we going to act like we ain't got no damn uh, conference rooms in Indianapolis somewhere where we can't do – we can't put together the scheme on the t- on the time that we're not watching these players. Like right now, they can't be out there putting together the scheme and putting together. The, like, I it, it just like if you want a tight end, it would behoove me to think. Let's see what this guy does in person, especially quarterback. you can't that's, get that's
0: what that's what's kind of throwing me y'all off. Y'all can't here, get
3: I- there Saturday, especially quarterback. I don't like some people are texting in. Well, don't they get to invite invite guys in thirty prospects and go to the pro? Yo, don't you don't you want to see Bryce Young? Don't you want to see C.J. Stroud? Don't you want to see Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, as many times as you possibly can in person? Don't you, as you've said to me, don't you want to see how they interact with people? Don't you want to see how people gravitate to? Like, there's so many things that you want to see yeah. from the quarterback. Every chance you get.
0: Yeah, I I, I would love... It's like I
3: ain't saving money.
0: I I would like any kind of of meeting that's taking place, I would like for Gerard Johnson and Bobby Slowick to be in that meeting. Because they're going to be the Um, ones working on the most. Yeah, look, I I mean, I I, I don't... um, I just don't understand.
3: Maybe it's normal. Maybe that's what I, no, happens. No, no, is that well, something no. you've, 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 you've no, seen? It
0: no, no. I mean, I mean, I'm sure it Yo, is Tim normal. Tim Kelly's down there. I'm sure it's normal for some teams to, to each their own. And, look, I'm not saying that there's not a a a, a time for change and a, a new way of doing things and and, and, and a, a more efficient use of time and all that kind of stuff. But come on, man. I mean, at some point, at some point, it's like – it's exhausting of like the the time is used more efficiently, you know, at the house. No, man, like you think about that. The, the, you got Nick Casario and D'Amico Ryan's are in which they need to be there. But those are the two guys that, that, that are represent are going to represent the Texans in terms of watching. And again, just, I'm just talking about quarterbacks, watching these quarterbacks and evaluating these quarterbacks. When you've got the minds that are having to build around them and coach them on a daily basis back in Houston scheming. I like got that's that's hard. That's hard for me to. understand. I'm not saying
3: scheming's not important. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't know how they can't do them both. Ain't, no, ain't nobody scheming in February, bro. I mean, I I mean if,
0: if you got a if you hire a guy out of Shanahan's scheme? you don't know you. If you got to hire, if you hire a guy a Shanahan Shanahan system because that system's so great and you trust that he's going to bring it to Houston, he ain't scheming anything in February. I mean, he may be teaching his his. He may be. They they may be in like, uh, Slowick, uh, one hundred and one, and and teaching his offense to the Gerard Johnsons of the world, that kind of thing. But I I, I don't know. I, I just for me, if I were Bobby Slowick, I I would want to be around the quarterbacks every opportunity. I don't want to be around them all. I don't want to be
3: around the wide receivers. I'd, I'd I'd want to be around. Yeah, I mean, like he may mentioned he may mention later on in his presser, Clint, about a guy like Stephon Diggs who win in the fifth round guys like that. Like I think yep. a big part of it is because people got to see him. Mm. People got to see like up close and personal. What kind of, what kind of route runner he is? What, and man, just from the fact of that is a pressure situation. I want to see how these dudes react. I want to see how they're acting up close and personal. Like, yeah, you can that? watch the tape, but like, this is your, this is your gig.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I thought, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you too. That this is why, this is why I'm riled up right now. Like I, I just assume that more we're going to join them later on, and so if 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 Nick Casario and and D'Amico Ryan's have have more coaches and more staff joining them later on, to what then 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 I I'll, I'll 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 eat crow on this thing. But it sounded like it sounded like what Brooks Cabina just said was that they were the only ones that are going to be down there. That. To me, that that is that's surprising as hell. I, I didn't. I didn't. I know he said limited numbers and and limiting the number of people down there and using their time more efficiently. I never would have thought that he meant just him and D'Amico but, were going to the combine.
3: Let me ask you something. You've said right. I think you've said this. Now that we know who the OC is, do you think Bobby Slowick should have some sort of impact on the direction of quarterback where they go?
0: Well, I would think so.
3: I mean, I, I, right? I would like you yes, would, I would think so, and he's not there.
0: Yeah, I, I would think so. I, I, I would. The I first would time think, you
3: get a chance to see him, the person you you would say should have some direction. I would think that
0: I, I would think the guy, the the, the one individual in that building that's running his office that that knows what. What the quarterback needs to be able to do, and what he's going to ask of his quarterback, and what he hopefully he wants in his quarterback i would say is bobby Slowick. now i'm not going to sit here and tell you bobby slowak is capable of all that i don't know i think that's the biggest concern here with the texans is that we don't know what bobby Slowick is capable of doing but i would like to think that you hired an offensive coordinator that that part of the deal was yeah let, i mean i want to be in on the conversations with the quarterbacks and 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 know what i'm getting into and and have some kind of input into into what the quarterback looks like i wouldn't want i'm gonna be honest like like it's hard for me to believe that that the texans organization and all that the the scouting the 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 nick casario and D'Amico are are gonna go out there and and their input in picking a quarterback and there's gonna they're gonna hand deliver a quarterback to bobby slowett and say here's your guy Here build around him got? Yeah. like that's that's um that's that's interesting. I, I would have thought I would have thought Gerard Johnson and and Bobby Slowick would without a doubt be there. I, I would want Gerard Johnson there because of the connections that he has with a bunch of these guys coming out. And I'm not just talking about the quarterbacks. I mean, I look. I mean, I'm talking about the the, the skill players as well. I mean, it, it, the, the connections. The the um, reasoning
3: to me is because the scheme is just that. Like they don't. Like I said. I don't. I haven't been in these these situations. I haven't set together and put together. But logically, to me, I'm like, like well, we can't why, we can't do that. Yeah, and what, and have some people there. Well, I think I think, like, that I don't think
0: make it makes sense to me. I think it'll be good to see. Like we'll, we'll, we'll get uh, we'll circle back with with Brooks or or John McClain on Friday for sure, and see, you know, what all kind of how outside the norm is that. I, I don't care how outside the norm it is. I think I think it's crazy for your offensive coordinator not to be there, but especially when you got a defensive minded head coach but we will uh we'll we'll see we'll see how that unfolds throughout the week. Red 22. Hut, hut, hut. So I think we'll, let's bring something a little positive to the uh to, to the the fan base here. Uh, Landry Locker on in the loop uh, about 10:45ish today if you're listening on the Odyssey app AUDACY if you're not listening make sure you download it but if you are there's a real cool rewind feature. You can go back and listen uh, to what I'm what I'm talking about here in full. But um, Landry, in response to Nick Casario and some of his co- his comments about uh, how 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 much football matters and how it weighs into his evaluation of free agents and uh, draft prospects, um, he was talking about just how much it mattered. Well then, Landry dropped a little something, and it just it, it just hit home for me as a Texans fan. And I am I am glad that I think these days are coming to pass. Bill O'Brien could never get along with players. Bill O'Brien would count players out uh, if they didn't if they didn't necessarily fit his uh, mold of a player if they weren't mature enough. I, I, I think Landry hit the nail on the head here. Here's Landry Locker from In the Loop earlier. Talking about D'Amico Ryan's developing young young players.
1: I do think there's at least with D'Amico like some sort of area to where he can develop football character or he can develop character. Whereas with like Bill O'Brien, if Bill O'Brien drafted Deontay Foreman and he couldn't gel with Deontay Foreman and Deontay Foreman has like, I don't know, I, I, I've i known Deontay for a while. I knew his pops. Like he's been in the studio. He's not a bad guy, but he's not like he's he was he was immature. He'll tell you himself he was like immature. I think Bill O'Brien would just write you off. I think D'Amico Ryan's when it comes to like a, a Charles Amenahu, too. Another mm-hmm. guy that we like and, and another guy that we Who saw kind of thrive under D'Amico. Yeah. I, I think D'Amico's going to be a guy who's going to like. Look at those types of guys, the the young men, and say, I'm going to develop this guy into a man. I do think that it's it's a little bit looser now to where they, they'll bring in guys that maybe, you know, they had butted heads in the past with their organization, or maybe they're not as mature as you want them to be right now. Mm-hmm. And they'll bring them in and develop them. De- develop them. I do think there's a little bit wider margin of that with them.
0: Thank the Lord that that is going to be a thing of the past, show. And, look, let's be honest. I can't put it all on Bill O'Brien because I think Nick Casario's done it a, a couple of times. You don't need to look any further than than um, uh, Charles O'Menohu, who left Houston, was ran up out of Houston, and, and ultimately ended up in, in D'Amico Ryan's defense, playing a, a critical role, starting some games, playing a lot. Um, I, I think one thing as as a fan, I don't think we're ever going to get the the, the – the Tyreek Hills of the world that are coming out with some with some serious off the field issues. I don't think Nick's ever going to bend to that level.
3: You don't think they you don't think they're going to do that.
0: Uh, I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think the Frank Clarks and and the the, the, the Tyreek Hills
3: domestic violence.
0: Yeah, you can't do that. I don't I don't, I don't think those reason. are ever going to be options in Houston, but the days of guys getting ran out of town for all the reasons Landry just said um you know I I, I think I think I feel good that those days are are over. D'Amico Rines is a guy that that show you and I've sat down with him. I, I feel pretty confident. Uh, if you need if you need my word on it, I feel pretty confident that that he's gonna be able to work with the Deontay Foremans of the world. I don't believe he's gonna be on bad terms with the DeAndre Hopkins of the world and, and the Charles Ominahu's of the world. So um I, I just when when I heard Landry said earlier show I was like damn that's that is hitting the nail on the head I, and 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 I know the fan base has been fed up with maybe certain types of guys not being not being made a target and brought in here to help the product in Houston I I think those are those are those days are behind us
3: which is something you really hope because I think it is I think it is clearly potentially a strength of D'Amico Ryan's it's something that you really hope is the case because to me that is coaching in 2023 uh, from, from any level like a lot of these guys are not coming in eating sleeping football hell like yeah. you did at Baytown Lee Eating, they got other interests yeah, I man. mean it across the board they got I mean l- listen the best player on the team Laramie Tunzel makes it clear he's got other interests Yeah, like he, he, he plays hard he's really good you got to be able to get to guys consistently like that like He's got other things that he's interested in, other things on his mind, and you've got to be able to have guys like that and be able to work with guys like that. By
0: the way, big, big shout-out to, uh, to Laramie Tunsil. We gave him hell last year when he didn't return with that hand injury and, and, and sat out. This year was, was arguably worse than the year before if we're talking about expectations and kind of how the season unfolded. I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize, but Brooks, Brooks uh, Cabina just said he played every snap yeah. this season. Hello. <laughs> that that's uh that's a hell of a deal. And and uh hopefully hopefully we'll we'll see what, what Nick Casario gets done. But but I I think whatever the especially if you're gonna draft a young quarterback. I, I think there's there's something to be said. And I don't know what the dollar amount is. I, I I don't know if Nick Casario wants to wants to put that kind of money towards a left tackle, especially if you've got Titus Howard waiting in the wings. But if you're a young quarterback and you do have Titus Howard and Larry you your two book tackles That'd be a hell of a way to start a career.
3: Yeah, to the point that Landry's making immaturity shouldn't mean your ass is done. <laughs> well, you should. You it, know what I mean?
0: It just shouldn't be like Bill O'Brien played games with him, and yeah. and, I, and look, I'll argue. We we watched the the Charles O'Manahu stuff, and I know Charles had had a little bit of a back issue, and maybe he had some, maybe maybe he wasn't, maybe he's part to blame for it too. But I I think the the key there is is. I think the organization and, and the coaches and whoever's responsible. I think they were pushing buttons on guys to get more of that out of them a, instead of trying to get the best out of them. I think D'Amico will wrap his arm around and put his arm around their neck and 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 do everything he can to get them better versus push buttons and ridicule and push push them further away from being the best version of, of uh, best player they can be.
3: Updates on Jordan Alvarez, both from Dusty Baker and the general manager Dana Brown. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and
1: Kubelay.
4: All
3: right. uh, We talked about this. We talked about this on Friday. By the way, coming up 5 o'clock hour. 5 o'clock hour. Be listening. Your next chance to win a uh, four-pack of tickets to see Cody Johnson. That's coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. So be listening for your cue to call there. Um... So we talked about this Friday, all right? We said, "Hey, last Tuesday, found out that Yordan Alvarez um, wasn't swinging the bat. Mm. That little uh, left left hand soreness. A sore. Uh, left hand soreness. hey, be out uh be be uh, be swinging the bat in about two days, all right? Couple days he'll be swinging the bat. Well, okay. Then we got to we got to Thursday, wasn't swinging the bat. Then we got to Friday, no update."
0: No I, was sti- I was still all right with it. No update. Pretty it, good it, with it. Clint That's was comfortable. Was, like, yeah, there's a promo. There's a promo
3: like. if you listen to the uh, if you listen to the oh, station. Oh yeah, there's a promo. Well rolling. done, yeah. Tyler. Well done on that promo, yeah, bub. Great job. Nice job. Yeah, you thank and Park
0: you, Park really you. put it together.
2: Um, he just couldn't give it all to me. I know he just couldn't stand it. I wouldn't give. Oh, it just, natu- just it, it. It,
0: it comes natural. Just let it ride, man. Like I told you, like
3: I tell you before, you just got to know what you're dealing with. Tyler, did Parker have anything to do with it?
2: Yes, but is you it, didn't have to. You could have just. Is it not you fair just, that I give proper credit? You, you could have just shined the light on me there for a second as I your, as your, your you. fellow uh, the drive teammate here. I shined it on you, but I just I mean I wanted to well, give proper proper credit I mean, in, a, in a
0: roundabout way. Everything we do, Parker has a t- has a, has, I, has we'll, a something to do with it. So I, I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll just stop and give Parker some love every time. Yeah, but yeah. specifically, I mean, I, Parker specifically, yeah. Parker
3: has something to do with that. We'll get to his nipples later folks because he is in a bad place Parker's nipples yours um the ones that have bandages on them oh, yeah <laughs> uh, we'll get to that in a second slightly hurt but then Friday we had, we had agreed like all right man if we get to the middle of this week next week mm. games have started multiple games are being played we get to the we get to the middle of the week like uh, then we'll uh we'll 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 reevaluate this thing and, and and look at this again Have
2: you seen him yet here today?
3: So um, he ain't play. He hadn't swing the bat uh, up until today. Dusty Baker uh, said earlier today, no update on your Don Alvarez today. Same as yesterday, he said. But the actual transcripts were, Dusty, has he seen an additional specialist or anything regarding the hand? Dusty said, you know, HIPAA man. I can't tell you that. I love HIPAA. I don't have to lie. I just can't tell you. You know what I mean? You know, oh, So you can't deny fine. seeing any kind of specialist. You know HIPAA, man. I can't tell you that. I love HIPAA. I don't damn, have to damn, lie. Damn, nothing. I just can't tell you. Then Astros general manager, Dana Brown, appeared on an ESPN broadcast and says he expects Jordan Alvarez hand soreness, the issues, to get into games midway through spring training. He's definitely he definitely should be back for opening day. He's already feeling a lot better. Dana Brown said. Well, all right. So we had uh, Dana is saying saying uh, hopefully uh, the middle of spring trade. What's that? A couple weeks?
0: Yeah, it'd be a couple of weeks, man. A Mid March. That's when Mid-March. we'll see March. him.
3: We'll see him. I wonder when he starts swinging the bat again. Like can we like like can we agree like this is, this is more than just, yeah a little stinger, a little soreness on the hand. Like we we we'd be swinging the bat by now. Yeah no I
0: think that's that's the deal. When it gets into weeks at a time, you're no longer just dealing with soreness. They're they're trying to address some kind of issue that's going on with Jordan Alvarez's hand. And and uh, I I don't. I don't know why they keep circling back and talking about it. he'll definitely be back for opening day. Jordan Alvarez said it's not going to impact opening day. They should have just um, left this at Dusty's
3: HIPAA. Yeah, yeah.
0: Dusty may be, Dusty may be uh, handling handling this better than anybody out there talking about HIPAA, by the way. but You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, look, I, I'm, I, I, I was not concerned last week, um, but I'd be lying to you right now if I didn't you tell feel you feel a I'm little a different tech. with new evidence? Yeah, yeah because I, I just don't know. I mean, unless you just, you just snapped a hamstring or something. I mean, you ain't dealing with soreness a week later. Like, whatever's going on with his hand, it's not still sore. Like, you're scared to swing again because of, of, of what could potentially happen or they're waiting on a report. Something Something's going on. I, I just don't Be know sore. that you deal with just kind of general soreness. Ah, no big deal soreness for a week.
2: I, mean,
3: I don't. Or, I don't know. That's that's um, or the middle of opening or the middle of spring. Yeah, training. much
0: less for two more weeks. Which which. Uh, Dana, this just has Dusty
2: a, told us, man. He's been through hands. If anyone's an expert, it's him. We we got to trust Dusty here, guys. Dusty's going every fun.
0: Time. This, this this new this this World Series champ Dusty is going to be fun every.
3: But I mean, this, it's going to be a lot of fun. Every time they say something, this is with Lance too. Every time they say something. A couple of days later it gets worse. Okay, Dana man. literally like what Dana Brown is saying right now. And he I wish I could have the audio to hear cuz he sounds upbeat about this. Ah. ah. man, he'll be he'll be playing midway through. Spring training, baby. We definitely expect him to be ready for opening day. You remember 2 days before we heard what the uh what the final thought was was going to be on Lance. My man said the alarms are not ringing at all. It's good. It's fine. Two days later, six weeks out. Nah, man, he ain't going to be able to make opening day. Well. Got to set him down. I just, I hope this isn't the case. But this is, I'm glad, like, with more evidence, like, this is clearly not just. A little bit of hand problem. He's sore. A little bit of hand problem. So, uh, Jordan, we're going to keep watching this. I hope to God he is playing by then. As I said on the promo. This feels like this is going to be lingering. This is going to be lingering.
0: I may be doing a a, a one-man show uh, in two weeks. If Jordan still hadn't swung
2: the bat in in two weeks, I'm afraid you two guys are going to just worry yourself to death. Where are
3: you you at on this, Tyler?
2: I think it's absolutely something to keep an eye on. Absolutely. I I mean, given the way we've talked about it, the Astros have handled – the information they share with injuries Tyler, over the last Tyler, two years, your, you always have to keep an nipples, eye on these things. Your
0: nipples are, are something to keep an eye on. This is Jordan. man, this is concerned. Ooh, I Who would be something to keep an eye on. If to, we had an injury
2: list before each show, it would have said Tyler Milner, producer, questionable nipples. It's painful, man. They're raw.
3: Yeah, he's it's, being a diva. It, by the way, it's spreading. Oh,
2: is it? Yeah, I, it's not just the nipples He's that, got a that are, I'm having now. a problem now. You got a rash? Yeah. How
3: did you
0: do that? It, 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 it turns out when you smear <sighs> lotion all over your body that eats the hair off of you, it, it irritates your skin and your nipples yeah, a bit, too.
2: That that Nair, man, when I opened it, the first thing I thought, I clicked open that lid you on the Nair. You very really excited about this I was. Nair too. Dude, manscaping is a very long process for me. I'm a hairy individual. Try to, get, try to do a shortcut, and, and it yes, ultimately, did. it did work. Should've I just got have a little pain. You
0: some nice clippers, all that damn maroon money you got. I you. had. You be able to I, get you a nice sharp pair.
2: It's what I normally do, but it's so time consuming. But I opened that nair, and the first thing I thought was, "Holy crap!" Like the smell of it, yeah, like the it, chemical. I was it like, "Oh, eats
3: the hair off your body."
2: Oh man, and I mean, it it, did. is it hurt? Is that it's hurting across? Uh yeah, so I got the nipple thing going on, and now I got like this. uh, You see, I got like this like. Ooh, red, it's coming down I got like a red spot, splotch kind of right in the. I think I left it on a little too long there. But I'm hairless. Damn, Casper. Yeah, I, I'm worried about that too. Really, you
0: are. You look like one of them hairless cats. <laughs> oh seen, man, you ever seen them hairless? Yeah, cats? Oh, those man. things are hideous. You look like one laid on his back. Uh, you got your old shirt pulled up like that? like a nah, wick. Th- that's what I'm interested Same in. Same size nipples and everything.
3: Are you do you feel like you messed up in terms of I'm never gonna use this product again? Or do you think you just used it incorrectly?
2: No. Actually, I'm very pleased with how quick this thing was in getting the mass amounts of hair off my body. Um, I probably will just try to avoid, you know, getting it and leaving it on the nips in the future. Because yeah. it it's definitely burning. It's definitely a chemical burn to the nips.
3: Yeah, mm.
2: but I'm gonna be hairless for Cabo. So from the trailer,
3: we'll and frame text line. So if we have nipple problems, we should turn to Tyler.
2: I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm new to this. Let, let me get a little experience first, and I'll let you know. Nah, I mean, here's the deal. If someone
3: checked in. You may be allergic to the to the near.
2: I don't think so, man. I, uh... It's it's no, it's not an allergy. No, because the rest of me is <laughs> Clip, good. It's confidence. just the nipples and that one right. red I mean, splotch. I tried it when there first came out. It's, I mean, it, it, it's you his body, so you know. It, it's a painful
0: situation, <laughs> and you've left it on a little bit long, and and, and I don't know why you would
2: apply it to your nipples I, I didn't even think about it i was just smit dude you've seen how hairy my I'm chest saying, like, is i was just smearing it all in there i
0: mean but you just you just talked about how it smells like obviously Ooh. from jump you should be like well i gotta be careful with this thing like let's let's not let's not hit i the, was let's it's, not hit the nipples or the piece with this thing
2: yeah I, I mean i definitely took note early let's keep it away from the piece but i didn't think for whatever reason about the the sensitivity of the nips and i'm paying the price because they are bright red and raw the
3: sensitivity of their nipples I just As
2: don't. they're applying hair eating lotion to their chest. That's the best way to put it too, man. It really does just eat it. It eats the hair. Not a good smell. Not not a good smell at all when the process is going down. All right,
3: Clint. We we, we gotta get in this. And I want to hear from the people. All right. Seven one three five seven two four sixteen. You can text or call in. I mean, we we're we are getting bombarded on the text line about us overreacting to the fact that no coaches no coaches on the coaching staff will be going to the combine to watch any of these players because they're putting together the scheme they can't do that so many of you feel like we're overreacting i would love to hear the thoughts because i it is just it is just wild to me i don't understand it 7135724610 what's your thoughts on that uh please call in we want to hear
4: Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois.
1: Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.
3: Sports Radio Six Ten presents the Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, hey, listen. Uh, I, like I said, I want to hear from you seven one three five seven two four six ten. Uh, so, so many of you on the uh, Trailer Will and Frame text line are—it's wild to us. It, it, listen, Tyler, I want you to play this. This was Nick Casario. It just his opening statement at the at the combine today. He spoke today at 10:45. If you missed it, you can go to uh to in the loop and listen to around the 10:45 mark and you can uh, you can hear he spoke for about 30 minutes, but but this was his opening statement about who was attending uh or who wasn't attending uh, uh the combine from the Texans.
5: Hopefully we're going to have a few productive days here um our coaching staff actually stay back in houston uh D'Amico will be here a little bit later this afternoon we just felt the best thing for the new staff which is kind of stay back kind of work on scheme kind of familiarize ourselves with our team continue to work through that so um, try to be efficient with our time try to get uh, um, some work done here you know try to maximize our opportunities here this week and then uh, head back to houston here later in the week get ready for free agency and uh keep building the team so
3: all right, and uh, so then that was confirmed for Brooks Cabina that his understanding that none of the coaches were going to arrive. And I was talking to Wade Smith. Uh, he was texting us through that and said, and we've heard this, and Nick said this himself on Texans All Access, that uh, a lot of teams are sending less and less. And I'm seeing this on the trailer Will and frame text line. Coaches coach personnel guys evaluate. Film tells more than shorts and shirts. Come on, guys. Listen, here here is my fault. Um I I I don't understand it. I don't understand like I could just go to the teams and the team that I've covered and teams that we're seeing around. Like The Chiefs don't just send Andy by himself. They send other coaches. The Eagles have other coaches there. The Niners have other coaches. There. It is just it is especially to me For the quarterbacks, but I I, I don't even just just take it to that, to everybody. For the quarterbacks, to not put your eyes on these guys every chance you get is just doesn't make any sense to me. What else in the hell do you have to do? What are you doing? Uh, I mean, listen, and, and, and to the point of the scheme, you can do that there. I just don't. Get. And I see so many people are, oh, I'm not surprised. Not a big, not that big of a deal. I, I just for me, like, all right, man, Bobby Sloick, man, we got this. All right, man. you go, going the, the whole offensive staff, come on in here, man. Offensive line coach, come in here, man. We're about to look and look at these guys. We're gonna meet with these guys. We're gonna talk with these guys. We're gonna see what these guys are about, especially the quarterbacks who have a bigger, bigger uh a bigger effect on things more than just their their way of play, but also their leadership and things of that nature. Like we're going to sit down and get a t- chance to talk to these guys and see these guys. and no coaches coming. I don't know, man. I, that, that that's odd to be. I just Clint. I just don't feel like the Texans are in the space where they where yeah. they can just go and just just do that. Hell, I maybe well, just I, completely I, dead yeah, wrong.
0: I, I, look, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's in the space to and who's not. I, I really don't care what they're doing otherwise I've you know where I see it man I've just all like I don't understand I don't understand where you have an opportunity to do something whether that's evaluate talent or get an extra couple of practices in during a mini camp or or whatever like I don't know it's hard for me to ever wrap my head around not taking advantage of that opportunity. It's just, it's just. I don't care how small the opportunity is. I don't. I don't care how much it's changed, and and I don't care how many other teams aren't doing it. Like I, I don't. Like all of that stuff is is totally. And I'm not calling anybody. I'm not saying anybody's not being honest. Like okay, that's fine. Uh, but for me, it, it's not about what they're doing. It's not about that you're taking fewer people. It's not about that the combine has changed. It's about you've got an opportunity to evaluate the best talent that college football has to offer. yes, there's a pro day at their school you're going to be able to do that you're going to be able to bring these top some of these top guys in to your facility and meet with them so so you, you that's fine I, I get all that but to think that there's not enough time in the day to to at some point have Whatever minds on this staff, like I'm going to, like you mentioned Bobby Slowick, like to me, I'm going to hire Bobby Slowick. He is going to build my offense. He's going to wrap it around whatever quarterback we draft. He's going to communicate it to the offensive staff and, and he's not going to be at the combine where that there's going to be like the first chance to in person, get a really close up look at. What you know? What the college crop this year has to offer, and you're talking about an offense with like really unique players, like Debo Samuel, like uh, George. I almost called him Kerry again. George Kittle. Um, you, I mean, I, look. I think Christian McCaffrey's a unique player. I, I think. I think you you look at Brandon Iuk as a different style wide receiver. Like, there's a lot of like. There's a there's a high level of of uniqueness in what you're gonna ask these guys to do. And and I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you, oh, well, if they see somebody they like, they can bring them in. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna have you got seven rounds to draft. I mean, I, I would just want the guy that is in charge, that I've trusted and is in charge of building an offense to 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 be, I don't care if you've got to burn the candle at both ends and and
3: for three do days, what,
0: do I don't care if it's two days. I don't care if it's one day. <laughs> you can't tell me it's none, right? <laughs> like, like, like I, don't, I, don't, I don't. You got a private jet over there. I mean, you you can fly that jet up in the morning. You can fly them back in the afternoon, and they can burn the can. They they I, they can burn the midnight oil, figuring out whatever they need to back here. Like it, to me, it just I, I would have a I, I would. To me, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to not have those uh, those guys that you have that that you place that level of trust and you've tasked with the the pro uh, the the, the uh, you know of, of building an offense you've tasked them with building an offense and they're they're not there to to, to get an initial evaluation of players I I, I, don't, I don't that's tough for me to wrap my head around and if other teams are doing it it's tough for me to wrap my head around other teams that are doing it
3: I I don't know it's and it's, fellas I like like I said I wanted to hear from the people and I am I am literally you broken. are hearing from the people I said I wanted to hear from <laughs> oh. the people. And I am literally blown away, blown away by the trailer, will and frame text line about how many people are like, this makes sense. Like, this is someone text in. I guess Ron doesn't understand that it is tele, it is all recorded and televised. Like <laughs> the thought, like, yeah, man, I'm a, yeah, yeah. Like they're going to evaluate, watch the damn thing. Like we are like, I mean, what? Or, or they have the ability to get there. Hey, have you ever thought about this? You think they're going to go to everybody's pro day? Or, or all of these people come into one place they can watch. You brought up a name earlier, Tyreek Hill. Know where his pro day was? After he was suspended, he was at Alabama something. you going to go to, you're going to fly down to his? Yeah. You're going to fly down to these small ones? No. They'll never know who you see. And it doesn't, and, and, you tell me if I'm wrong. How different is it for you to see somebody with your own eyes up close than to watch somebody on oh, you, TV? You know
0: the answer to that. I,
3: I, <laughs> I mean, it's it's. I feel for, like it's logical for to anybody. For
0: for me, it's it, it's. It, there's no substitute for me. There's no, there's no, there's not one thing that I can't do tomorrow that that is going to be a priority over me getting the opportunity to see those guys those guys throw or or those guys uh, catch or run routes or running backs do x y and z or yeah I mean there's just nothing I mean I can't tell you like, I and, and look I maybe I'm maybe I'm out on a limb by myself here but like I there is just you hear a lot of I can't tell you how many times you hear a lot of good things about a player and you watch them play on TV boy and they're good players and then you see him in person, you're like, damn, I didn't know they were this good.
3: I think Justin Herbert is somebody that that, that, that was like, that when people got to see him in person, yeah, it was, and didn't it just watch his tape with yeah. Oregon and got to see him in person. I like, for me, I just, <laughs> like, man, I'm, like, nope. Like that, like, that makes sense to you all out there. The ones that, that nobody from the coaching staff's going. Offensively or defense, nobody. Not one person. Hell, like you said, Teron Johnson is in the quarterback coach.
0: Yeah, I, no, I, like- I don't. I, I just I wonder if that. I wonder how accurate that is. I'm not doubting Brooks, but but I, I don't know if Brooks has kind of said that in in conversation or if if like it's public knowledge that they've decided that nobody's going down. Like I, I I'll still be if, if Nick if Nick I almost said Nico. If Nick and D'Amico are the only two coaches, I don't look. I don't. I'm not. i am not talking about the scouting department, all that. I mean, that, that's fine. But if those are the only two coaches that attend, I, I will be. I will be surprised. Even even after hearing hearing him say that, I'd be surprised.
3: Yeah, yeah. I. It, it's just. It's it's interesting. Like as you said, I think that's a big point that you made, man. Is like you've entrusted this offense, these guys, and their system to run the system. Is Nick I mean is is Nick, you know, versed in this system? Is this a system that Nick has run offensively? I believe I'm not saying saying Nick doesn't know football, but like, all right, man, what kind of what kind of guys you want in this system? Like, wouldn't it be like, hey, let's sit him and Bobby, let's watch this together. Like, oh boy, I really like like what he could do. I really like like that 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 is like I could see if Nick was down there drafting for systems that he's been running for years in, in New England or something. But these these are completely do- but, but two even, different.
0: But even 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 in that in that instance, it's like you know what I mean. But I, no, I just even in that instance, man. I mean, I, there's just so many. Like I just can't I can't fathom being in a spot where, hey man, I I, I know I'm taking an offensive lineman at two and twelve. Me and I, and I've been around the game, covered the game, played the game, in and out. I mean, I I don't. Other than having a twelve year career in the NFL, I mean, I don't know how I could be around the game more. Like hey, I am taking an offensive lineman at two and twelve. And I'm gonna leave my O line coach to crib. That played O line, that knows that that, that can identify <laughs> flaws and, and and strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Or hey, I got I got to I got to get three offensive linemen. I'm gonna to have to draft two of them in the. I need center, I'm gonna draft one early. And I'm gonna draft two. I'm gonna draft two more throughout. The, you know, in the eleven picks that we have, I may need to. I need to find a. I need to find a. I need. I need to find a a bad man in a third or fourth round. And we got we got a hundred offensive linemen coming through here. I'm gonna leave my guy to the crib.
3: Let me watch it on TV.
0: No, that that I, like again, I, those guys get paid millions of dollars to do it. So to each their own. Um, and I hope it works out great. I'm just telling you from my perspective. If I got a, if I've got a, a wide receiver guru, and I've got an old line guru, and I got a defensive, a pass rushing guru, and I, which you don't need, because D'Amico, I think, has been around on that side of the ball with everything. But it's just, whew, it's it's hard for like me we to can't
3: stop. We can't stop for three or four days, and then reconvene. I, on I mean, whatever like we're I said, doing. like I said, not I, to mention I that you could do that anyway.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't, I don't care if it's.
3: If it's one day, something can't be none. <laughs> it's like a rotation. Like, all right, yeah, Gerard, you got Saturday with the quarterbacks. you, know, you got like, somebody, somebody there. Like, I'm just like, Ew. like that one. Like someone sent in earlier. Evaluators evaluate coaches. Coach. Is
0: coach. Ooh, well, I tell you what. So that
3: <laughs> so they don't, they don't go out
0: there. And what's D'Amico doing there?
3: What? Well, right? Yeah. <laughs> What,
0: the hell he
3: doing there? What, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. Wow. All right. That's interesting to say. All right. That, comes, really, that really ruffled your feathers, didn't it? I just, I'm well, I, I'm not mad. I mean, everybody is. I'm just blown away. That, like, people here, I will admit right now I'm shook. To hear it say, yeah, man, the Houston Texans, who've been uh, the worst organization arguably the last several years, that's void of talent.
4: Stop being a dumpster fire. They just hired a
3: brand-new offensive staff, brand-new head coach, brand-new coordinators, um, several new offensive line coach, new quarterback coach. They desperately need a quarterback. They got two first-round picks. They got 11 picks total, and no coaches are going. And people are like, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> quarterback. person supposed to be the CEO of your team and the guy that's running it with them. I don't need to hear him. Oh, wait. I want to see that cat every time. Every chance. Every time. anytime that's allotted or available for me. I'm going to see him the combine, his pro day, when we bring him in. But, no, nah, man, you can see him on TV and shorts. Yeah. Sell to me. All right, 5 o'clock fire <laughs> coming up next. James Palmer has an update on the Texans and what they could be doing in the draft and what they could be doing at quarterback. That's coming up next